Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of I'll Be the Judge of That. I'm your co-host, Evan Ryan Lewis. Here with me today, as always, is my lovely co-host, Adam Eagle Rock. How are you, Adam? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing, Evan? I'm doing well. Do you want to introduce the guest or should I? No, you bring it on with your energy. Okay. Our guest today is uh, Mr. Costas Garcia. He is the host of the 505 podcast, which uh, helps creators learn more about content creation. He was uh, just on tour with Loud Luxury as their concert photographer. Uh, Check him out on Instagram. Check out the 505 podcast. Today, he is not here to talk about content creation. Today, he is here to talk about topics. Please welcome Costas back to the show. Welcome back, buddy. Welcome. Thank you guys for having me. I am so hyped. I know this has taken a few times for me to get on. We had a few times scheduled and then I had to reschedule, but this is literally my favorite podcast in the entire world. So I'm hyped to be on once again with more topics. I love it. We really appreciate that from someone who has their own podcast too. Um, no, I'm not told- even kidding. Like, I, I think <laughs> I try to bring, I like, I bring up your guys' podcast in like almost every conversation or try to at least. Um, I love talking about it. Hype you guys up as much as I can because I think it's a genius idea. Great podcast. Thank you. Appreciate that. Can you tell us a little bit about touring with Loud Luxury? What that, what that was like? It was really exhausting. I did it for a year and a half, it was a ton of fun. Um, I had always wanted to tour and know what it was like to like shoot music. And, um, my first show I ever did with them and like first concert ever was EDC in Las Vegas. So I really got like thrown into the fire right, right away. And, um, yeah, recently like resigned and last weekend was my first weekend off and I was going pretty much every single weekend. It was rare that I had a weekend off, but yeah was doing a How bunch was of it shows. Last weekend? It was great. I had a wedding. Uh, my buddy Eric, I was actually in his wedding. We were in uh, Sonoma and yeah, it was, just, it just like feels like a huge, like weight lifted off my shoulders. And, um, it just feels really good to be done. It was an amazing experience and like helped my career a ton, but ready for the next thing. That, uh, it's such a wild scene, like following like a DJ duo around to like nightclubs all over the world. And you must see some amazing things and I bet you pick up some topics out there as well. Absolutely. I don't know if I have any like in the club DJ questions, but maybe next time I'm on, I'll like go back through the memory and think, see if I can think of some. Uh, Kosa, start us off. What do you got for us? All right. If you're getting food at like a fast casual restaurant, let's say Chipotle, mm-hmm. and you're in a rush, and the workers are taking a little bit like too long to make your food. Can you tell them to hurry up? Mm. Oof. Because I start freaking out. I'm like, I got to go in. I'm getting Chipotle because I know I'm going to be in and out in like less than 10 minutes. I got somewhere to be. And they're just like dilly dallying. I'm like, can we hurry this up a little bit? I had a very similar experience today, which is so interesting at the eye doctor. I had a uh, nine o'clock appointment and I go onto the sign in sheet says name, appointment time, doctor. And there's three other people seeing the doctor with my time. And I sat there for like 20 minutes and I had something to do after I had had to meet someone at 1030. And I said to them straight up, like, how long is this going to take? Because I have to leave. It's going to be longer than, you know, I got to go. Yeah, I think in a doctor situation, I would I would say you can because 
you're like scheduled to be there at a specific time. Mm-hmm. But with like going into a restaurant, it's like kind of on you if you're in a little bit of a rush. You're asking someone who's getting paid like 20 bucks an hour, not even to to pick up the pace at a place that they're just all their job is to do is put chicken on a tortilla and pass it to the next person. The concept of you asking them to speed that process up is just, there's not a chance because the Delta on that time is maybe five minutes. The percentage of that time is significant. You think you're going in for five, it's 15. That's, that's 50% more good mental math there, Adam. But the fact that you're asking these, not a, not a chance. However, there has been a time where I walked into a fast casual restaurant and there was, no, it was yoga Ert on ocean park. And this guy's just watching TikTok, and I'm waiting for, and when Adam behind the counter, the guy was watching. Yeah. He's like kind of in the back. And when I want my ice cream, like (laughs) you better, you better be ready for me to come in that door. And this guy's watching. And I said, excuse me, sir. Can you help us? And he and he was just like, oh, 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 my I mean, he was like 16 years old and like minimum wage. And my girlfriend was just like, why did you say, why, why would you act like, like, why did you say that? I'm like, because I'm watching him watch TikTok. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck are you talking about? Yeah, was he's, it our like not even, he's not even working at all at that no, point. No, yeah, yeah, it's not. Not like that he's, he's moving slow, slow he's just right. not working. Yeah, I, I think that asking someone to hurry up, I don't know how much, if they even listen to you, I don't know how much time it would save you. Like, do you think that they would make an extra 30 seconds, like take shave 30 seconds off the burrito process? Like, I don't, I don't know if it's worth the juice is worth the squeeze for me on that one. I found myself holding my tongue, wanting to say something really bad. And if I was going to say it, I would say it very politely. Um, but I, yeah, I just, I don't think you can say something even if you really want to. Cause I agree with you guys. Like, I think it depends on how like slow they're moving or if they're even just like not working at all. But I don't know. I went into a restaurant the other day with my girlfriend and I was like, bro, this is like taking forever when it should have, we should be in and out. Like, can I just right. say something? And she's like, no, 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 no. And I was like, God, you really want to tell them to hurry up. And well, what if you like a flight to catch or something? Yeah. What if you're in a restaurant? You're like, hey, like we have to go. Like, is there any way? You... I feel like that so, you can you can do. Yeah, that, uh, I'm sorry. Like, that's a good, that's a good good caveat. Is like, it depends how strenuous the if you're like running late for coffee, right? It's not a big deal or a meeting. Like, it's kind of it, it, a little bit's on you. But it, like, if you're gonna miss a flight and like, like that's a great point. That's a really good point. Like, Especially. And this is something I dealt with a lot on tour is like, depending on what time you get to the airport, you get through security, you're mentally calculating how much time you have. Like, okay, they're going to start boarding now, but like, you know that the boarding process is like 20 minutes. They're closing the doors 15 minutes before the flight takes off. Like sometimes you push it a little bit because you're like, I'm, I'm about to hop on a five hour flight. I need food because they're not serving me food on the flight except for snacks. And that's not going to cut it. Right. So. Yeah. It's a great point. If that Chipotle is in an airport, you know, you have a lot more credibility there to say, hurry up. This is a toughie. This is like, you bring in the heat. I, 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 man, I think, yes, in certain instances, you can do this. Most of the time, no. Like, but in dire straits, I think you can actually. Yes. I like the caveat of the flight. 
Yeah. That that is good. I agree. Adam, I, how do you I, wait? How do you say? I'm still no go. No go. Fast and casual. No. Nah. If you're watching them make the food and they're slow, I, I, <laughs> no way. No way. I think if the if you can let them know you have a flight to catch, other than that, I think as badly as you want to say something, you got to hold your tongue. Unless they're on TikTok and not actually working. Yeah. There we go. Okay. So I had a friend who had this birthday party and one of their friends wasn't invited to the party. And she was telling me that this friend of mine was asked when she got to the party to hide her story from the person who wasn't invited for the night. Yeah. Can you ask someone to hide their story for 24 hours? Is that an ask you can do? I've been there and I think you can. You've been asked or you've done the asking? I've been asked. And you obliged? Yeah. And I'll tell you the story behind it. Sure. This is great. I was, this was a couple years ago. I was DJing with my buddy Josh. And we got booked to DJ a New Year's party at, a, at like a bar in Santa Monica. Josh agreed to do it. But I was like, yo, I'm going to Vegas. Like, I don't want to DJ on New Year's. But we were getting booked as a duo. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, we're going to tell like the promoter or like the bar owner. I'll tell him like on the day that some like emergency came up and I couldn't do the gig. But I was out in Vegas partying. So uh-huh. he was like, you got to block everybody part of the bar uh-huh. from your story uh-huh. and like, or just like, don't post anything at all. I think mm-hmm. I ended up like posting something or even just like posting on my close friends, if that was even a thing back then. But I think in that situation, um, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Like I'll, I'll hide my story. I think work, it totally plays. Yeah. Oh, I, absolutely. Absolutely with work. I have for a friend though. So like for a friend. Yeah. Like, can you ask that? Like, what an ask. I a hundred percent think you can. Absolutely. You can Absolutely. ask. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the other person better oblige. Really? Yeah. I think you can too. I don't know You're, about this one. We, we live in this world where every, you know, you kind of are always people pleasing sometimes, you know, and like if you mm-hmm. tell someone no, like Evan and I have gone through this where he would just tell me he can't with like a sad face <laughs> in a text message. And I'd be like, when he would say like, do you want to come over for dinner? And I didn't want to go. I would just say, I can't, I can't. Right. And I was with like, no excuse, you, no. no excuse, nothing. So I would pass, I'd pick at it. Well, what are you doing? You know, what, 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 why can't you? You know, like, because we're, we're close like that. And then if I went on <laughs> Evan's story and saw him breaking bread with you, Costas, I'd be like, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. So I could see in that situation where Evan would tell you, hey, block, don't post shit to to Adam and, and why don't you block it or something? I get it. Totally. Yeah. Get but it. what if you end up making dinner plans with someone else like Sam, who knows Costas and Sam's like, oh, look, Costas and... Evan are having dinner and then you go look at Costas's story to confirm it yourself and it's like you don't see a story there. What did, you're probably really upset at that point, no? 
And then you got to cover your tracks if you're That's asking. the thing. It's a yeah, spider yeah. web. You know, I, I brought this up to the girl and she's like, well, we don't really have that many other mutual friends in comments. Like, that's what you think. You know, like you got to go through every follower. You got to make sure this thing is airtight. This becomes like a CIA operation all of a sudden. What kind of <laughs> ask is this? I think you can ask someone to block the story. If the other person finds out, that's on you. But I think you can at least ask them to block the story. Also, I've never I've never done it, but I think I think it's acceptable. Um, okay, so what do you think, Adam? Can you ask someone yes. to block someone else off their story? Yes. And Kostas, you think so too? I agree, yeah. I, I think no, I don't like this, but I'm curious to see how the voting turns out. Um, okay, Kostas, what do you got for us? Can you lie about someone's birthday at dinner to get a free dessert? <laughs> oh, good one. That's an original, and that is a great topic. It is. I'm going... 100% yes. So much so, I've done this before. The best is when you call, you make it the other person's birthday, right? So you proactively mm-hmm. are like, oh, and by the way, it's Kostas's birthday tonight. And now you have to just like on the spot, on demand, act as if like, oh, yeah, you know, big, big 30, you know, it's <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> yeah. Th- this This move I recently found out about which I apparently everyone does this, which I did not know about that when you're married and you go to stay at a hotel, you call the hotel and you say that it's your anniversary. And Mm. my brother-in-law does this. They upgrade their room and leave a bottle of champagne every (laughs) time. So is this theft? You're stealing from the goodwill bucket. Like I, what, what's what's the if they you give know? you a free dessert you didn't really deserve it what are the bounds for how far it is from your birthday to make it feel like you can do it i don't think it matters i think you send it every single time you go so out. why not just do it every time yeah we should. that's that's what we do mm-hmm. <laughs> but i didn't know if you guys were like against it no, I think it's okay. I, this actually happened not that long ago where someone said it was my birthday in a restaurant and then like they bring out the cake and it says happy birthday on the plate and like chocolate and they like took pictures of me when they were singing happy birthday and then I posted one on Instagram and everyone's like happy birthday, happy birthday. And I was like, oh no, I didn't mean to <laughs> punk all my friends too. Um, so don't post it if that happens. But yeah, I, I mean, we've all done this, right? That's a good Abs- one. Absolutely. I think you can. Yeah, I think you can. 100%. It, it's, it might be some low grade theft, but you can do it. How okay, I have another you... one. I have another one on like that same topic of what you just brought up, Evan. Can you get mad at someone if they don't wish you a happy birthday? Mm. Yeah, it, you it, can. <laughs> <laughs> the we after my birthday last year there was a whole episode about birthdays i don't think that came up but if they know it's your birthday and don't say anything and you're close with them then i think it's kind of not not a nice touch i think if you're close with them period yes you can get mad but there's always that awkwardness of like you're talking to someone and it's their birthday or you're talking to someone and it's your birthday and Mm -hmm. like do you bring up the fact that today's your birthday we did that one yeah yeah. No, we did that with coworkers. Yeah, because we had a friend who started at this company like two days before her birthday. So like her third day at, on the job is her birthday. And she's like, do I tell like all the coworkers it's my birthday? Or do I just go through the day like pretending like it's not my birthday? Because she like yeah. didn't really know these people. Um, 
but yeah, I think you can get mad if someone knows it's your birthday, but like some people just don't know. Some people don't, you know. Um, okay, Adam, you want to throw one in here? Yeah. Can you eat sushi in two bites? Mm, like the cut rolls, you mean? Yes. Uh, no. No. Because the seaweed's so hard to tear that it's going to be a disaster. It's a, it's a poor, poor move. I think you can, depending on the roll. Unless there's like a bunch of stuff on it. The sushi where it's like the what is it sashimi or yeah sushi where there's yeah. rice on the bottom and the and the yeah. piece of fish on top mm-hmm. sometimes that piece of fish is pretty long and so I, putting it all those... in your mouth big fucking butt i think you can <laughs> depending on the size of the piece of sushi i think you can go two but if i can i'm going one i think there is no circumstance where you're eating sushi in two bites furthermore <laughs> what are you going to do with the chopsticks? Do you have you must have epic chopstick etiquette and handling. If you could eat one bite of sushi and hold the rest in your chopstick without it falling all over the place. Like I that that me. isn't an issue for me. I I could pull it off technically that if I wanted to. Um but also, I think yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think you can do the two bite thing, but I think coasters make a good point. It depends on how much you can fit in your mouth, Adam. Obviously, you have a pretty wide um, <laughs> ability there, so um, it's different for you. But uh, yeah, I think it's a it's a one bite item. I'm going two, depending on. But the roll, the roll, I think you can go one, and I think you should go one. Mm-hmm. I think the sushi where it's the rice on the bottom and the piece of fish on top, I think you can go two. <laughs> no circumstance i in particular where are you going that is if for those of you can't see kosas held up what looked like you know it I, you know four to six inches <laughs> depends on uh and how much can you usually take in one go adam <laughs> you know depends yeah. how good it is if it's is uh, it white fish <laughs> <laughs> Or is it black cod? So <laughs> anyway, I went to dude. I went to sushi the other night, like two nights ago, and I uh, was doing a lot of single bites. But I I had a one or two double bites in there. Okay, we're not talking so you say you can do it here, pal. We're talking sushi. If I watch you do that, I'm gonna knock it out of your hand and say, walk away from the fucking table. <laughs> I love sushi. So if you ever want to go get some, I'm down. All right, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, let's go for my birthday. Um, okay, Kostas, <laughs> throw another one in here for us. Okay, if someone compliments your fake designer item, do you have to tell them it's fake or can you just take the compliment as if it was real? Love this. <laughs> so good. It's so good. Um, kind of related. I think we did one like if you're wearing a borrowed item and someone compliments it, do you have to say like it's not mine? But this is mm. this is interesting. Oh, it, that's so was good. the compliment condescending? No, they if it's like if they go up to like a girl and they're like, I love your bag, but it's like a fake Louis Vuitton bag, they'd be mm-hmm. like, Oh, thank you. Or do they have to be like, oh, it's actually fake? It's or a great or topic. like if you have like a pair of like replica sneakers, like some fake Jordans or dunks. 
This is so yeah, our glasses. This comes up with a lot too. I, I also have like a lot of fake gold chains that I get from Amazon that are like ten bucks, but they're like ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And I do get a lot of comments on them. Everyone, I think, knows they're fake, but it, it, it has happened a handful of times where people are like, "Damn, flashy." Actually, it's a funny story, Adam. You may remember we were on the beach one day, just like minding our own business, and I'm wearing yeah. this gold chain, just a bathing suit and a gold chain. And this girl walks up who I hadn't seen in like 10 years. And she was like, hey, how's it going? And like comes over and like we started chatting. She's like, I guess things are going well, huh? And like referenced the chain. I was like, what? <laughs> like, you think I'd be this thing? It would cost like probably 40 grand if it was real, you know? <laughs> so you had a fake $40,000 chain on? I have several. I wear them all the time, actually. That is hilarious. As a joke, though, like just to like to like, you know, to like a bachelor party or to like a concert or like a pool party or like. Whatever, or, like or I have to a bunch the beach of them. on a Saturday, or to the beach, yeah, just to like, just to be funny, you know. But I, I think if anyone thinks it's real, I always am quick to tell them it's not. That's funny, because you yeah. don't want to get robbed. Just because I don't want anyone to think that I'm wearing like a like I'm not like a baseball player, you know, like I'm not like some Cuban baseball player. Um, I actually brought it to Mexico, and we took this boat trip, and the guy who was working on the boat like complimented me on it. And I took it off and gave it to him, and he was blown away. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, so I, I, I think you do have to say something if it's like that valuable. Not at all. <clears throat> not at all. You you ride that. You ride that. For like a fake I, Rolex, someone compliments you're not going to give that up, right? No, I mean I think if you're going to the point that you're buying something like that that is fake at an we're talking about high price point things, right? So like, mm -hmm. you know, if, if you're like nice t-shirt, like you're like, thanks, I got it from target. Like, I don't, you know, I don't think that matters. Right. But we're talking about like a $10,000 bag purse mm -hmm. or like a $40,000 watch. I think if you're going to that extreme that you're mm -hmm. searching out a fake Rolex, you have to own that shit full through. You can't, and just you can't, what are, you, what are you doing? It's my own. You mean you have to pretend like it's real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. So I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> well, you do it in a comical way. Like I'm picturing yeah. more of like a girl with like a knockoff bag. That's just like you. You kind of like went out of the way to like, you know, act as if you better keep acting as if. Well, that's the thing. If the girl, I didn't tell her it was, you know, the guy's wearing a $40,000 necklace and lives in a studio apartment in like Mar Vista, you know, like something's not going to add up eventually, you know? <laughs> we know spending people. habits are fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I blew we it all. <laughs> we know people. We know people. Whenever people compliment it, I always say, you know, I had a good year and like you can't take the money with you, you know, so you might as well spend it. What True. do you think, Osis? I think you ride with it. Yeah. Yeah, I think you pretend like it's real. But then you get into the sicky situation. Like, if they keep pressing you, like, if you have, like, fake Rolex on, and then you start getting into a deep conversation about your love for watches, I think you can get yourself into a little bit of trouble. Mm -hmm. so I think if you're going to ride with it, like, I think you got to have some knowledge about right, right. that, like, item or, like, right. designer. Because some guy could be like, is that the 2014 yeah. Sapphire edition? Yeah. Submariner, uh, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, but if you're sad. the type of person who wears fake designer stuff, maybe you know a little bit about designer jewelry. I don't know. Or like designer stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know anything about gold necklaces, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs>
That's a phenomenal yeah. topic. That is a good one. I would one. love to see this in action. Okay, we got time for one more. Costas, what's your closer? Mm, one more. Okay, let's see. Should anyone be able to book an exit row on an airplane and should they take more precaution than just getting a verbal confirmation of yes when determining if someone is willing and able to help during an emergency? This is a great topic. I I just want to say I am like the absolute least handy person in the entire world. Like I cannot set anything up. I have to hire someone to set up anything. When I'm in the exit row and I look at the card, I know full well I'm not going to get the door open. I won't be able to do it. So should they make you build an IKEA bed set beforehand? Like maybe. I just think it's so easy like to book an exit row you just you know you just pay maybe a little bit extra you just select a seat and then they're acting as if getting a verbal confirmation is like enough confirmation if they're willing and able most times people who book the exit row just want the extra leg room but like they're oh, definitely totally. not capable of helping everybody in the state of an emergency so what, what i have so many questions right what's the protocol on the exit row like, you, you, is it just you have to open the door? Is it just that, like, you have to be the first one out? Is it you're the last one out? Are you holding, like, Aunt Susie's hand as she, like, jumps onto the inflatable slide? Like, what's... I think you just have to open the door because if you get the door open, you don't want to block the doorway. So you think you're the first one out? Yeah. The hard part is opening the door. These rules are unclear when, when they tell yeah. you, are you willing and able? Am I willing and able to do what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go down but, with the and, ship? No. But the thing is, I, I think that there's like a psychological power move of sitting in the exit row in the in the case of a, of a crash, right? You crash, you're the, the guy that opened up the door. People look at you as like, oh, you got us free. So now when you get to sa a safe land out in some random island in the meadow eyes, now you're the king, <laughs> you know? Now they all respect you. They look up to you. What's it? Well, what are you going to do next, Adam? You open up the door for us first. You're bringing in the fish. Are we eating sushi tonight? Like, you starting the fire? On? You're starting the fire? Like, they look at you as a leader. So now you're willing that. and able to open the exit road door, but you don't want to take any responsibility after the door is opened. No, the... quite the opposite. Uh -huh. Like, <laughs> just by paying $25 more, you're now, you know, the Lord of the Flies. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I'm in. Uh, I, I, I've never thought about this, Ghostus, but I think that I wouldn't hate to see some kind of quick test or more instruction. And I don't know what that extra protocol would be. I just think we need an extra line of defense. I think it's too easy to, to get an exit row. Maybe it could be something like TSA PreCheck where you apply for like a certain license and then you have to go in and learn how to open the door. And then from then on, you can book an exit row. <laughs> that would be so funny. Just as... I, first off, contrary to me wanting to be, you know, the this the survivor at the end of the episode, I never book the exit row. I think it's the most inefficient seat. You have Why? the TV that folds out of the the armrest. That's the front row and the bulkhead. No one wants that. Oh, so the exit? Well, how, how the exit the row exit is usually like in the center, and you get a little bit extra leg room, but. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't recline, which is That's a true. whole other issue. Yeah. yeah. But you do have a lot of responsibility. It's true. A heavy lies the crown. I, I'm a window guy. And like the concept of me sitting next to a door that 
There's knows? a window on the exit door. Yeah, but they, who knows if the last person that sat in, you know, that actually took the onus of that responsibility. Well, you know, I was going to say, shut. <laughs> I wonder how many times the exit door has been opened in an emergency. Maybe never. I, I'm more curious, not just that, like a follow-up part. I want to know how many times the, the exit door was needed to be open and the person was not able. Uh-huh. Was, they were willing, but they were not able. Yeah. I want yeah. to know, instructions are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know that statistic. Yeah. I would love to see someone like have to put together some kind of Lego set before the flight and like in a certain amount of time to get access to the exit or some kind of test. Here's a Rubik's Cube. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, the people who get the exit row board first, and by the time the last person boards, they have to have a Lego set built. Right, or like a Sudoku puzzle, or like they just yeah. have to show some kind of competence of something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't hate that. Um, so, Kostas, what do you think? Should the person sitting in the exit row have to show that they're actually competent? Yeah, 100%. I think it's too easy to book an exit row. As Adam? It is now. No. I, if, if if you get to a point where you need to open up that that door, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're willing or able. It, the shit yeah. went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind I agree with you, Kostas. I, I, I like this idea. Um, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this week. Kostas, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, tell the people where they can find your podcast because it, it is a great listen. Um, you can find me on an old episode of I'll Be the Judge of That or... <laughs> Um, at Instagram on Instagram at Kosis G95, TikTok at Kosis Garcia, the 505 podcast on all streaming platforms and YouTube. And um, yeah, nice. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was awesome, a lot of fun. Thank you, bro. guys, for having me. I can't wait to Got run it. it back a third time with more topics, baby. Next anytime, week. come on See back. Next week. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week. <laughs>